You are listening to Nerds with Mics. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a free 30-day premium trial specifically for our listeners at the following URL, GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Today, the nerds are talking about what's it like to have a buddy in Pokemon? How deadly is Samsung's newest phone? And how much courage does it take to remove a headphone jack? It's only the greatest show ever. This is Nerds with Mics. Hey everybody, I'm Travis. I'm Maxwell. And I'm Justin. This is episode 18 of Nerds with Mics, a podcast about movies, TV shows, game shows. Game shows. <laughs> <laughs> the techno- price is right. Yep. Two in the Plinko, one in the Stinko, and also technology and much more. The Nerds with Mike podcast is brought to you every week for your enjoyment, and show notes can be found on nerdswithmikes.com. So Justin, what have you been up to? Well, I've had the last four days off. It's been amazing. Let me guess. Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, you know it. All day, every day. Um, I finally achieved my highest rank in the game. Not the highest rank in the game, but my personal best. And I've just been doing that. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Have you watched any movies? I feel like I have, but I can't remember. <laughs> I have been watching this show on uh, Netflix called Love. It's by Judd Apatow. It's, it's really good, but other than that, no. Well, Okay. What about you, Maxwell? Um, unlike Justin, I've actually been working every day. Um, counting two days from now, I've worked nine days in a row. Gross. Yeah, so I haven't really had time for it. Is it the anything. iPhone's fault or what? Um, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> That's what we'll say. That's what we'll say. Well, I'm sorry that you haven't seen the, uh, you haven't seen the daylight in quite some time and got out in the weather and enjoyed yourself. Yeah, and the weather's down here has been actually really nice. It's not overwhelmingly hot, and uh, I'm spending every day inside looking outside. <laughs> just being sad. Mm-hmm. Can you at least see your car from your store so you can just look at it and be sad? Uh, I can, so I, it puts a smile on my face being well, able to see it. Well, that's good. So uh, myself, I've actually been playing a little bit of Xbox, um, and we'll get into what game uh, during my pick of the week because I think a lot of people will probably be surprised, but... Uh, I actually took some time my day off to walk downtown. And what's funny is I actually went to walk to the local brothel, and uh, I seen this sign on the door that actually said, "Beat it, we're out of business." Oh, man, isn't that weird? That is it's, weird. I wonder why they said "beat it." What do you think that means? I don't know what that means, Dress. Since the brothel's closed, I think maybe they're trying to tell me to touch myself, but I could be wrong. Oh, be wrong. no. Travis, get your mind out of the gutter. Clearly, they just mean get lost, go away. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Come on now. Poor innocent Maxwell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. It's silly me. All right. Well, without further ado, now that we've all know what we've been up to, uh, Maxwell, why don't you get us started with some movie news or TV show news, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Um, I'll. All right. Let me see what I can conjure up here. Um, so y'all know about that show, Agents of Shield. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, it's not doing as well as it was, and right now they're going to be bringing Agent Coulson away from like the the lead role, um, which is kind of the character everybody was like super pumped for when the show started up. But now I guess it's just kind of losing traction here. Um, I know for the 
when it was announced that one of the big selling points was the fact that it was going to be um, following the movies and like tying a lot of the story in. And I guess they only did that for like two seasons or the first two years that it was on and it's just kind of run its own course as of late. Now, to bring in some more traction, we're getting quite a big character, one that normally isn't kind of uh, mixed in, I think, uh, in the comic book world um, with some of these characters, Ghost Rider. You mean uh, Nicolas Cage? <laughs> you know, too bad it's not Nicolas Cage. No, he is Ghost Rider. Um, but it's not, uh, as of right now, they don't, I don't think they've stated who they would be pulling in. It's still kind of an idea. <laughs> Nicholas Cage isn't dead, is he? Well, I think he had to die for the role, uh, which is Ghost Rider's dead guy, right? Yep. Going back, making a deal with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> devil went deal down to Georgia. Devil. Um, <laughs> Sounds so kid rockish. And then he made a second deal and got uh, the second movie out. And it was awful. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway. Uh, he's not going to be on a motorcycle on this one. He's going to be actually driving a car. Oh, so that's very different than the comic books in that regard, right? Right. Hmm. I don't know if the comics have changed and switched him over to a car or not, but yeah, everybody knows his big thing was like this chopper that he would ride and then, you know, his skull, his head, and then the wheels of the uh, bike were all in flames. You'd think that would melt the rubber. You would think it would melt his leather jacket too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a mm. that's a good one. Poking holes. We should uh, put that question out there for the the uh, comic <laughs> yeah. gurus of Ghost Rider. Why does his uh, jacket not burn? Yeah. Um. So have they? I know they're bringing Ghost Rider to the screen, but have they uh, said who it's going to be? No. Nicholas okay. Cage. <laughs> I hope it not. should be. No. Why no. Not? It's the worst thing you could ever say. Fine. Um, so Mark that's a little Walmart. bit of Marvel news. Uh, Travis, you got anything from the DC side? I do, actually. Um, so we all know that, obviously, um, they're in the process of shooting um, the Justice League right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other day, Zack Snyder actually tweeted a, um, a picture for the Justice League. It said He said, home stretch, last day of filming Batman in the new technical uh, tactical, tactical bat suit, which... The suit looks pretty awesome. It uh, does. I thought the suit from BVS looked kind of stupid, just my opinion. And I think this one looks pretty sweet. Yeah, this one definitely looks really cool. It's got like the built-in goggles almost. I mean, it's it's really neat looking. It looks very cool and different. Um, um <clears throat> yeah, I really want. I just want to chime in real quick. There's a piece of news that we missed last week. We speculated, but Joe Manganiello or whatever his name is, no one really cares. Uh, he was officially cast as Deathstroke. Yes. Now, for those of you that don't know, he is one of the guys that plays in Magic Mike, which is one of Justin's favorite movies. Only because your mom makes me watch it. And uh, he was also in True Blood as the the werewolf guy, I think. He was in True Blood? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you watch True Blood? Nope. Well, that's probably why he didn't know it. Yep. So, but yeah, so if you haven't had a chance to look at the the picture of Ben Affleck in the new Batman suit, you should definitely check it out because it looks really cool. It looks great compared to what he wore in the last one. It looks. It looks you great. must have really hated that last I movie. I still haven't finished it. It's My, that bad. Wow, bad movie. Maybe you just got bad taste. You probably watched it a little too late, wouldn't you agree, Maxwell? Yeah, I think we talked about it for about fifteen episodes. He decided yeah. to finally watch it. <laughs> Something like that. Yep, and uh, hated it. All right. So I'm going to kick it back over to you, Maxwell, for some uh, Wolverine news. What the fuck was that? Yeah, was, <laughs> was there a cricket? 
<laughs> yeah, there's a cricket in here somewhere. Oh, damn. It was a sound effect for. Uh, it was. It's a sound timing. effect. Yeah. It's definitely. Um. All right. So for me, I'm going to talk about one of our all-time favorites. Uh, I think this is kind of the world's favorite Marvel character. Uh, played by, of course, Hugh Jackman. Huge They're Jackman. About huge Jackman. Dude is almost getting to his to be about 50 years old. This dude is a huge jack man. Jacked jacked man. Um but no, they're they're actually announced the uh the villain, the new villain for Wolverine 3, which is an untitled movie yet. Um the last thing big that I heard was that we were going to be old man Logan cuz he was on some TV show or something doing an interview and he said, you know, the only thing I got to say that I can say right now is Old Man Logan, which is what everybody's been wanting to see. Um, but the official villain was teased at the end of Apocalypse, if you stayed after the credits. Um, it was based off of a guy's, the, the character's real name versus the like a true title that we're used to. Um, do you guys remember the end of the movie? That extra scene? That's where... Um... That's where they went and got the vial for Project X, right? Yeah, they had like a there was a briefcase Correct. and on the briefcase it said like SX Corp. Yep. And that company is actually owned by Nathaniel Essex, who a lot of us know as Mr. Sinister. Oh, okay. Which that was watching the cartoons, that was always um Cyclops like main like rival, wasn't it? Yeah, because the that was um, that was also one of the ones that was responsible for the Sinister Six, which was always notorious for going after Spider Man, right? I think. I don't know if those are actually connected or not. Oh well, for those fans out there that know more than we do, maybe you should let us know. Yep. <laughs> but I'm I'm interested in seeing that. Um, that was actually one of my favorite villains in the cartoons. Um, the only time I really remember him though from the cartoon is when they would go to the Savage Land. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like anything connected like that. Um, probably not with the way the Marvel uh, cinematic universe goes. They seem to just kind of pull certain ideas and venture on their own. Right. Right. Well, that's. I'm excited that we now have a villain, though. Um, there's been a lot of mystery to this movie, so to speak. I mean, really, the only thing we've known is it's Old Man Logan, so it's good to get some additional details for sure. So, um, how about some Star Wars 8 news, Justin? Yes, Adam Driver, who you may know as, uh, I forgot his name on SNL, <laughs> Kyler. Uh, Are you talking about Matt the Radar Technician? Yeah, Matt the Radar te- Technician, also known as Kyler Ren. <laughs> um, he has some high praise for the Episode Eight script. Um, he says it, it's, it's a great script, it looks awesome. He did say it kind of has an Empire Strikes Back feel to it. Not necessarily darker, but just kind of like, Comparing Empire to A New Hope, it kind of it's kind of that same comparison to The Force Awakens. That uh, he did have a, what? That's exciting because I love Empire Strikes Back. Oh yes, yeah, in my opinion, it's the best one. I would probably agree with that. I'd probably agree with your agreement. Cool, sweet. Uh, but yeah, he says it's it's a great script, which kind of makes me think that um, he's gonna have a lot of screen time. Maybe there was some rumors that uh, Benicia del Toro was gonna be uh, take away. Quite a bit of his screen time, but uh, hopefully not. Well, hopefully not. Um, I thought he was a great villain. People didn't like him. 
I don't know why. He was fantastic. I agree. What give, you, give him an Oscar. <clears throat> did you like Kylo Ren as a character, Maxwell? Uh, the only thing that I disliked was the fact that he was supposed to be one of the toughest dudes out there. And um, what's her name? Ren? Yeah. Uh, Ray. Ray. She just kind of suddenly gets this overwhelming skill to that she can fight one of the toughest dudes She's in the, the galaxy. She's the chosen one, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Happened to Neo, too, if you remember. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I think, I still think Ray was at the temple when it got destroyed. Maybe. And then she was dropped off. Had her brainwashed. Yeah. I really, soap and water. I really think that's what happened. And I think yeah. that part of the movie is her tapping into some of those things she may have knew at one point in time, but I don't know. Um, another? Yeah, I hope so, because that's the thing. Like, when Luke was in A New Hope, uh, he was like, okay, he's training, he's not that great. He was a good pilot, but he was just learning how to use the saber. Um, not much with the force at all. Yeah. And then Empire Strikes Back, he's going through all of that like hardcore training before he ever fights at the end of it. Yeah, because yeah, that's when he crash lands on the swamp planet with Yoda, Dagobah. right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dagobah. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. There well, was oh, there was actually one more tidbit from Episode Eight. Um, they've actually finished filming. Which uh, is a big deal, but uh, what's weird is Lupita Nyong'o, who played Maz or whatever, mm-hmm. she's not filmed anything yet. Now all of her stuff is motion captured and added in later, so I wonder if that's why. But they have they have finished uh, principal photography or filming, whatever they want to call it, technical filmmaking words. But they they're done with that part. Well, that's exciting. I'm really excited uh, for the. Have you seen the newer Rogue One trailer? Yeah, looks great. Yeah, I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah. So. All right, Maxwell, I think you have some more movie news, possibly? Yeah, I got a couple things, a couple more topics here. Um, one that's near and dear to my heart, uh, directed by Shane Black, uh, The Predator. So, again, not a remake or a reboot, but it is a continuation of the story. Um, they're going to be filming in Vancouver, and we won't get a release of this until, like, 2018. But... uh they are in talks right now of bringing on Benicio del Toro, who's a great actor. He's done some fantastic work, um, but no word as to what his role is in the movie. Is so. uh, is this just a movie adaptation of How to Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen? <laughs> That's back, by the way. At, with him? Yeah, it came back this week. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, it's called Hansen vs. Predator. Seriously? Yeah, it started back on Monday. Oh, man. Hey, why'd they change the title, I wonder? Uh, NBC owns To Catch a Predator, and he just kick-started this. Oh, I got you. What yeah. network's it on? Uh, it's on. It's part of a show called Crime Watch Daily. Look it up. Uh, for us, I think it's on channel the CW or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. How funny that I just brought that up. I know. I actually watched it just yesterday. <laughs> that's really funny. Pretty great. Well, that's good. I know that there's not been a ton of news around uh, the new Predator movie. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of like a niche group of people, honestly. I mean, it's not like everyday people like Marvel. Everybody loves everybody goes to see it. Yeah. Uh, even if they're not big into comics or anything, they just really like those movies. I, I know some people, uh, a friend Paul's Iron Man. That's like his his dude. He loves Iron Man, but the rest of them he could care less about. So, you know, yeah. When I told him about Captain America Civil War, he was like, oh, I'm going to see that because it's not Iron Man. I was like, OK, well, he's in it. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's pretty much a, you know, it's Captain America versus Iron Man, really. Right. Um, but the other topic here, Ocean's 8, I know we talked about that. Um, Sandra Bullock heading that cast, and it's going to be an all-female 
cast. So we were starting to see a lot of these movies coming up like this. Um, what was the big one we just saw? Ghostbusters. Ghost, yeah, Ghostbusters. So yeah, Matt Damon's a big fan of it. He said recently he was quoted, I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be fantastic. I just wish uh, Jerry Wintraub were here to see it. They're going to kick ass. So he's definitely on uh, for them making this movie as an all-female cast. Now, uh, when I was looking at this, there's another movie that some people are wanting to kind of bring in a female role for that's normally a male-oriented uh, role. And that is the future of James Bond. I was whenever you said that, I was thinking a bo- a female Bond would be awesome, right? No joke. So, I read your mind. I'm a fortune teller. I, I assume that because we're talking about it now, a week from now, they'll announce the new female James Bond. It's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Who would it be? Help. That's a good question. Who would it be? That, right. That's a that's a great one. It's got to be somebody. that's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, and British. Let's see. It's and gonna be Angelina British. Jolie. You watch. Is she no. British? No. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. She's not. I just made she's that up. <laughs> Maxwell's like, no, just shut up. She's not, and she's not the right for that role by any means. Yeah, she'd be terrible. Did you not that. watch her in that movie called Salt? That movie's awesome. She is from L.A. Just kidding. Doesn't mean you can't be British and live in L.A. Shut up. I did have a question, <laughs> Maxwell, sure exactly. not to put you on the spot because I don't know if you're going to remember, but what was that bit of information you t- sent us in a, in a text the other day about um, James Cameron designing the Queen Alien? Yeah, he specifically, uh, back whenever that Aliens was out, he designed on his own Alien Queen. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I thought cool. that was really interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he actually came up with that by himself. That's pretty sweet. All right, well. So I'm pulling up a list here. Uh, I know that I know the girl that uh, the woman that uh, plays um, in X Files. Is it Jillian Anderson? Yeah, I know she wanted to to do the James Bond role, but okay. So here's a list from therap.com of actresses who could play Bond. The first one I've never heard of her, but she's on the show Quantico. It's Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, she'd be good. I don't know who she is, but I take your word. And then Angelina Jolie, Travis, your girl's on the list. That's right. Uh, let's see here. What about the girl that plays Wonder Woman? Oh yeah, Gal Gadot or however she says it. Is yeah, she I, says it. I don't know. I have no idea how you say her name, but she is pretty and she is awesome. Yep, just like your mommy. Um, and the list has crapped out on me, so I don't have another one. There's like eight more left. Do you but... have any that you know off the top of your head to be a good option? I don't know who's British and who's not anymore. Everyone can do accents. It's hard to tell. That's true. What about Kira Knightley? She's too weak, right? Hmm. She might be able to do it. Hmm. hmm. Who says they have to be British? Oh, MI6 is British, so never mind. Yeah. What about you, Maxwell? Do you have any options or choices that you'd like to put, put in No, I, I was thinking about it. I, I really can't think of anybody off the top of my head but the girl from quantico would be great is that a good show i've heard it's a good show i've not seen it i saw i watched a couple episodes it was good it just wasn't enough for me to stick to it yeah oh Uh, emily blunt that'd be a good she would be a good man yeah she'd be great that new movie Um, oh emma watson no you don't think so maybe in like 10 years when she's a little bit older no Really? Maxwell doesn't see it. He doesn't believe it. All right. I, I, Emily Blunt, I mean, she's like, she's pretty tough as she is, you know. I, she'd be great for it. Isn't Rachel Weiss? isn't that Daniel Craig's wife? She could do it. 
You know what movie Emily Blunt was great in? Everything. Edge of Tomorrow. She was tough. Yep. She was tough in that movie. Felicity Jones from Rogue One coming up. That's a good choice. Yep. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Hmm. That's not the only requirement, Maxwell. What about Jessica? No, what about hey, What about Jessica Chastain, the redhead from Interstellar? Yeah. And that movie where they caught Osama bin Laden. The girl from uh, Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark. Eh, don't see that. She was also in the new Terminator. I'm just naming. All right, much all of them let's move past this. Yes, we've spent too much time on this. Yes, let's get into more funner things in life. But first, a word from our sponsors. For you, the listeners of Nerds with Mics, GameFly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today, go to GameFlyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Again, that's, that's GameFlyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics for your free 30-day trial. Yeah, so thanks for that sponsor, Gamefly. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. They're the best. Mm-hmm. If you are a friend of this show, go up and sign up for that trial. Yes, please. It'll really help us out, help us to do bigger things, do giveaways. You may have noticed we've started streaming more on Twitch. We did one uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, that is a result of your kind patronage. Yes. All right, so let's talk about Pokemon Go, because I have not opened up Pokemon uh. Go in like Three weeks. That's actually shorter than what I expected. Yeah. So, what uh, what kind of Pokemon update news do you have for us, Justin? Because I know Maxwell's yep. dying yeah, to hear it. Maxwell doesn't care. Um. So the new update, big update, just rolled out. I say big, but really it's not that big. They play it up bigger than what it is. Um, you can now choose a Pokemon to be your buddy, kind of like in the show Ash had Pikachu. You can choose any of the Pokemon that you've caught to be your buddy. And they they don't really walk alongside you, but they do. Like when you see your character, they're not really there. But when you have that Pokemon chosen, uh, you gain uh, more candy for that Pokemon the more you walk. So if you live in an area that uh, maybe like we don't have a lot of Magikarps here, you could pick Magikarp to be your buddy. And if every kilometer or so that you walk, you get a candy form. Ooh! Now you'd have to walk four hundred kilometers to candy. Yeah, candy. I uh. I will say this though, when the watch update comes out for it, you I can, might get back into you it. You can practically do everything on the watch other than catch Pokemon. Yeah, but I mean all the important stuff is there. Yeah. Like, I oh, wonder if something nearby. I wonder that's if you... gonna be the big update. The yeah. fact that you can just like see what's around you, um and your hatch steps, your eggs. Your mileage or whatever your kilometers. Yeah. I I just wonder if it's gonna be one of those things, um, where you have to have the app constantly running on your watch or if you can just walk and get credit that's or sick. Yeah, and it wasn't really clear. Like, is that going to be available on all the Apple Watches or only the new one? Oh, that's a good question because the new one has GPS. Jeepus. Jeepus. Yeah, I'm not sure. Jeepus so. Christ. We'll have to wait and see there. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, now let's talk about... This one's going to be more about me and Maxwell. Conversing. I know. Yeah. I know, so let's talk about it. So Maxwell, last week, this time last week, we saw some Mass Effect Andromeda footage for the first time. What do you think? Dude, I'm like... I'm extremely pumped for this game. I was just not very sold on that gameplay. Really? I mean, not a lot of action they from didn't, what I've seen. Right, it was just very boring. So I think it was I more just, like a technical did. demo to kind of show off, you know, the, you know, like the improvements. I don't know. Did you hear the rumor that it's uh, two characters, a brother and a sister? Oh no. Yeah, the rumor is that there's two main characters, a brother and a sister, and you go back and forth. But I don't know if there's any uh, truth to that. I don't know how I'd feel about that because I feel like if you're playing a game that has a story of a huge magnitude and a scope, like, you carry that character throughout the whole game. 
Yeah, because the original trilogy is it was Shepard's story. You know, you made your Shepard and you you carried them through the three games. So yeah, I, I get that. I don't really know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, it worked for Grand Theft Auto. Worked for Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. So. Yeah, but those games you don't. Yeah, you don't have like as much invested. You're not the connection. Yeah. You're just playing a game. This Mass Effect, you are the character, so it's always your choice. Yeah. And you become. Shepard at that point. I'm okay with having a brother in the game or a sister or whatever because I think the main character is female, but I'm sure we'll have a choice. I know they keep using Ryder as the name, and then it's always a female that they show off, but um, I'm okay with having a sibling in the game, but I'd prefer not to control them. Right. And make choices on their behalf, but that's yeah. just me. I'm excited. I'm really, I was really hoping they were going to announce some sort of um, re-release of the yeah. three games, but we didn't, we haven't seen that yet. Cause you I still have a PS3? Uh no. Uh, uh three sixty no. No. Well, are they back? Are all three backwards compatible on Xbox One? No, only one. Hmm. Yeah. No, you can play through one. It's like five bucks most of the time. You can okay. Get it on sale. Okay. All but, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I I can't wait. I know they did say that in seven day we're gonna get more information. Much. For those of you who don't know, in seven day is on November seventh. Whoa! Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Yep. All right, Justin, so I have not got to play the demo for this game yet, so I want you to tell me about it. So the Forza Horizon 3 demo came out, and I want to know what you think. Okay, I'll sum it up in the best way that I can. It might be the greatest racing game I've ever played. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, how so? Just everything about it. It is visually stunning. It is diverse. Uh, the gameplay mechanics are super solid. Um super accessible to get into. It's not overwhelming, which the Horizon games are typically more arcadey. Um it's just I don't know. When I playing when I was playing it I thought this has the potential to be the best racing game ever made. Alright. Yeah. And I play a lot of racing games. Um it's just flawless. It's fabulous. The uh the demo's eighteen gigs by itself. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. That's why I haven't downloaded it, because it's coming up to the end of the month, and I'm almost at my 400 gigs. Listen, I know I know that the game comes out in a couple weeks. I know you have a data cap, which we'll talk about that later, right? Yes. Are we going to talk about that? Uh, I think so. Although it's not in the notes, I'll bring it up under miscellaneous. Yep, sounds good. Um, I hi- There's Travis's chili coming out on the show. Um, I highly recommend, especially you, considering you have a 4K TV and an Xbox One S, I highly recommend you get the demo just, I don't know, to have something amazing to play like that in 4K. Tell them about the drone mode. Oh, yeah, there's a drone mode in the game. I'm not 100% sure because I haven't played around with it, but I've watched some videos on Reddit and YouTube and all the good places. But instead of just a regular photo mode, there's now a mode where you can actually control a drone and record the race that way and like actually free fly the drone around, which is pretty neat. That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. Because I know I watched uh, on my TV, we pulled up YouTube and attempted to watch uh, some 4K gameplay of Forza, and it looked awesome. You know what you could do if you want to watch 4K gameplay of Forza? Download Forza. Download the demo. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. All right. Well, that's good. So, all right. Now that we've heard enough from Justin, now it's time to hear from me about some stuff. that came out last week. Uh, I think this was actually... All coming out around the same time we were doing our live stream. It was, yeah. So we didn't really get to talk a whole lot about it. Now, the PlayStation Slim was announced. Um, so it's going to be about 35% thinner. It's going to have a 500 gig hard drive. Uh, and did you? And also, Sony is going to update all PS4s to support HDR. 
And they're not going to charge for it. And they're not going to charge for it, but there's no games out. I think the update already came out. Like, it's already a thing, but no games currently are taking... A, it's not... They're not really using it for anything yet. Um, but the new PlayStation Slim will start uh, at a price point now of two ninety nine, dollars uh, And the uh, PlayStation Slim comes out September 15th. Uh, now... Go ahead. I'm confused on how HDR is just a software update. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the way that HDR, from what I can tell, is that you still have to have a display, like you still have to have a display that is capable of displaying HDR, but they can release, um, they can release a software update that's able to decode, decode HDR, but you, ha you still have to have a display that can display it in order to take advantage of it. Um, you know, so HDR, you're supposed to get more realistic lighting, uh, better shadow effects, things like that. Um, so a lot of it has to do with software, but you still have to have a display that's capable of uh, displaying HDR. Uh, and you're only going to find that on 4K TVs. As far as I'm aware, I don't think there's any 1080p TVs that support, uh, to support HDR. So um, the PlayStation, Pl uh, PlayStation Pro um, is going to be 4K. Uh, it's going to support HDR. It's going to have a one terabyte hard drive. It's going to be three ninety nine, and it releases November tenth. Now, one of the big things that was kind of a huge shock to everyone is that the PlayStation Pro, even though it supports four K video games, four K streaming, and supports HDR, it is not going to have a four K Blu Ray player That's built so into weird. it. Xbox literally just came out at the 350 or 299 Uh, for the S? Yeah, five hundred. It starts at 299 299 up to 399 yeah. Yeah, and it has a built. It's the cheapest and best Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray player on the market. And the thing that I don't understand is Blu-ray format is Sony's format. Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't really know what they're thinking. To be honest with you, I really thought that they were gonna have the answer to Scorpio, and they didn't. Yeah, the only thing that I can think. Is it strictly from a market standpoint that if by not having a built-in 4K Blu-ray player, that they're going to start renting and selling their own 4K movies on the console? Mm, pass. Yeah, that's what I. It's exactly what I yeah, think. Yeah, especially since you have a new Xbox One S, you don't need that nonsense. Yeah, so to me, it doesn't really affect me that much because I have a 4 4K Blu-ray player already. But still, for people that were holding off, waiting to decide if they wanted to buy the Xbox One S or the PlayStation Pro. Like a lot of people, if one of the reasons if they have a 4K TV is they also want a 4K Blu-ray player, this may be enough to shift them in the other direction. Yeah. So, um, now one cool thing about it though is um, there's going to be I think up to 20 titles that's going to be supported by the PlayStation Pro at launch on November 10th. Some of them are games that uh, that obviously haven't came out yet, and some uh, have came out that they're just going to update. Um, so. Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3, which is obviously already out, that's going to get a patch. Yeah, that's weird that they're choosing that one since the new one comes out in a couple, like a month or so. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're also doing Days Gone, which I know you're not super excited about. Um, Death Stranding, which is the new one from... Uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah. And uh, we have Deus Ex uh, Mankind uh, Divided, which already came out. They're going to update it to support 4K and HDR. Uh, Dishonored 2, which I know you're really excited about, Justin. I am. Final Fantasy 15, which I think Maxwell, you're you're kind of excited for Final Fantasy, right? Uh, maybe if it ever comes out. That's that's another one of those games, man. It just gets postponed to the point where 
I have no interest anymore. Yep. And then, uh, so that's going to support 4K and HDR, 4 Honor, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is the exclusive. They're actually going back and updating uh, Infamous Second Sun and First Light to support mm. 4K. Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I think also Modern Warfare is going to be updated to do uh, 4K and HDR as well. Um, Killing Floor 2, Mass Effect, Ab- Abdominum. Andromedum, is that how you say it? Andromeda. Andromeda, I'm butchering it. One of the ones I'm really excited about, and I've already played through it once, though, is um, Middle Earth, Shadows of Mordor. That's a good game. I love that game. Uh, I've said it already, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is going to be. PES uh, 2017 at Soccer, right? Yes. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer, I think. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is going to support 4K HDR. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Spider-Man, which if you haven't watched the 4K trailer for that, it looks phenomenal. Going to update Last of Us, Uncharted 4, and then Watch Dogs 2, which I'm sure will be phenomenal. One game missing from this list that surprises me and was in the news this week is The Last Guardian. Which I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't have it in notes, but I wanted to talk about it because I don't think we talked about it since last episode. Is Basically canceled. No, nah, it got pushed back to December. <laughs> yeah, but why isn't it on this list? You'd think it would be. It's a first-party title. And... You'd think maybe since they announced the PlayStation Pro that they actually wanted to take some time to take advantage of that? I don't know. Think it's a possibility? I don't know. I think what's a bummer for me, because uh, I really want to get into it, not that I have a 4K TV, but just seeing it on this list, uh, none of the Arkham games. Oh, yeah, especially with Back to Arkham or Return to Arkham coming out soon. Which, all the games that are on here, um, you know, if you have a PlayStation Pro, will take advantage of that stuff, but both games will play on both consoles, so you don't have to worry about being left behind or anything. So, um, One of the other things in PlayStation News I want to talk about um, is Sony is actually coming out with a new pair of gaming headphones, which I'm a big... I really, really like the PlayStation Gold headset. I don't know if you've ever used it, Never Justin, it. but it's Sony's first-party... Um, 7.1 headset. They're actually coming out with a PS4 Platinum wireless headset, and pre-orders actually just went up. I, th- I want to say it's a little bit more expensive. It's $160, um, but it's more it's more of a premium product. Um, that doesn't seem bad compared to some of the other brands, though. Correct. Like uh, the Apple EarPods. Yeah. $159. <laughs> AirPods. They're yeah. really not that expensive. I don't know what you're all complaining about. It's pretty Did expensive. I complain? When you compare, that is expensive, yeah. When Especially you compa- when you lose one of them. When you compare <laughs> them to other truly wireless headphones, they're cheaper than most. Do they work with other devices or just the iPhone? Just the iPhone. But what mm, else are you going to use it with? Maybe sync it with Well, my, the Samsung It, it works with your Mac, with your this. Apple Watch, and your iPhone or iPad. Hmm. Just saying. In just, all fairness, those Samsung Gear X, Icon X or whatever... Those are kind of turds in comparison, really, based on battery life and such, but they're exclusive as well. You can't use that on an iPhone to get all the features. Yeah, one of the things that um, one of the things I thought was really interesting is Apple and the iPhone 7, they came up with their own audio chip. Uh, so they don't, the EarPods don't, or AirPods, they don't pair using Bluetooth. They use their own, I want to say it's, it kind of seems like a form of NFC. I'm not real sure. Maybe they just didn't want to call it NFC. Um, but supposedly the streaming also replaces Bluetooth, so it streams over its own proprietary. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's like a A. It's called a A chip or A. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but yeah, W two or yeah. But what's whatever. cool is like you pull one out and it knows that you've only pulled <laughs> one out of the case and it will only play oh. to that one. You get to pull one out. Yep, I pull and pray, baby. It's the only way I live. Um, all right, so 
I can't believe I actually skipped over two of the biggest things we were going to talk about. One being the iPhone 7. Uh, so we'll talk. We'll start with that. Um, there's been a lot of controversy, or maybe did we give our feedback uh, on our live show? I don't, I don't remember. But let's quickly just kind of recap. Maxwell, what did you think about the iPhone 7 announcement? Not real crazy about it. Kind of excited. Not excited. I like that the home button isn't going to be something they can click into the body. That it's going to be like the taptic feedback, like on the new uh, MacBooks, because uh, it's one less part. In theory, it's one less part to break. My button, like after a while, starts to feel like it, like clunky. Yeah. Um, I think that their video was very misleading on the body design, though, because it was like, you know, carved from a single piece of aluminum to get the camera molded in, and. Okay, maybe when they were making their like concept, but there's no way that they're making billions of iPhones and carving out that camera. I guarantee it's just a stamp. I don't know. I what don't do you know. think? Did they carve out the current models? Yeah, it's all machine milled. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it starts from a solid block. From the videos that I've seen, um, it it now. The only thing that makes me think is the way that the, the way that they're it's kind of like a they used to call it on the old iPhone the wart so to speak the way that the right. it's actually like bent out would make me think it's more of a stamp because it's right. actually comes out but I don't really know I don't really well know. I guess we'll see once people start getting them and tearing them apart <laughs> yeah should happen on Friday yeah you know I fix it we'll have it done probably day one so um, the fact the thing looks essentially the same doesn't really bother me but it's pretty annoying because everybody that has a case is gonna have to get a new case yeah unless the well on the plus for sure you could you gotta get a new case now on the seven uh you will have to get a new case unless the one you have now is cut out around the bottom of the phone because all the ones that are out now are gonna have like a a cutout around the headphone jack. Oh yeah. Well, not only that, but also the second pair of speaker, or the second speaker as well. Right. Yeah. So. And so there are some cases out on the market now, and you can see them in the bottom of it. Um, you'll see a mix and match it from what I'm finding. Um, some of the seven cases will work with the six because it's also got like a, it's got the slot for the extra speakers, but it also has a cutout for the headphone jack. Other cases only have the slot, so if you put it on a 6, it'll look great, but as soon as you go to plug in a headphone jack, it won't work. Yeah, because there's no headphone jack. So it'll, No, no, I'm saying if you put it on a 6. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Because it's visually going to look right in every other oh, category, yeah, yeah, like yeah. every section. The camera on the seven's fine. It's just putting it on there and then going, oh, let me plug in my headphones on my 6, and then you can't because the case is cut a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, Justin, what do you think? Courage. <laughs> courage? Is that what you said? It's courage, yeah. Okay, so um A lot of courage, a lot of bravery. Uh I was just I was so just uh I don't know. And Colin Kaepernick, I mean him and the courage and st- just pooping all over the courage that Apple has. I think what you're trying to say I don't know what I'm saying. Um I don't really care that they got rid of the, the headphone jack. Oh, we haven't even got into that yet. I know, but I just don't really care. That's the only thing I took away from it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that's in uh, that's in uproars and in arms because uh, <coughs> courage. 
because Apple removed the headphone jack. Uh, Maxwell, do you care that the headphone jack is uh, was removed, or do you, could you care less? No, not at all. And when I think about the last time that I plugged something into the headphone jack, dude, it's been forever. I have uh, LG Bluetooth headphones that I use uh, primarily from work, but dude, like as soon as you have a pair of headsets that are Bluetooth, that you don't have to worry about cords hanging down, you will never go back to a corded setup. My car has Bluetooth, so I don't need to connect that way. Um, and if it really courage. comes down to it, audio files are going to use the lightning port anyway. Right. They're not going to use the headphone jack because it's not a powered headphone support you know, through the auxiliary cable. So if you want a powered set of headphones to be an audiophile, you don't plug it in. But at the same time, you're probably not going to use your iPhone because it's condensed, compressed uh, audio files anyway. So, Well, by using the lightning port, you, have a, you really have a chance to get uncompressed audio because where the lightning port can send data. Um, but theoretically, it also opens up the ability uh, possibly to, um, to turn any pair of... Um, any pair of uh, headphones into any pair of headphones into noise canceling headphones theoretically, um, if the software can do it, um, because a lot of times uh, they said like some from some articles I read they said that theoretically if you were using lightning headphones that could send data, you could use the phone's microphone as the active noise canceling microphone, and then the phone itself would send a signal into your headphones to cancel out whatever that you know that noise is. Now that's nothing that's officially ever been said. It was just something in the article that I was reading I thought was kind of interesting. Plus, where the iPhone can actually output power through the lightning port, um, that would save the need to actually have to put batteries in your headphones. I just don't know how much power that would draw from the phone, you know, per se. But uh, here's oh go ahead. I was gonna say the only only thing I don't understand is it's not like Apple took away the headphone jack and didn't give you a solution out of the box. Like when Apple went from 30 pin to lightning, there was no adapter in the box. They sold the adapter separately. And I don't know if you remember Maxwell, but when they made that transition, it was nearly impossible to get any sort of adapter until weeks after they made that transition. Um, oh, right. Yeah, I know. And people still lost their shit because, oh, I got like 30 cables already. Right. Well, so what? It's it's progression. I mean, the phone would have been that wide forever, or you know, it just limits everything. We stick to stuff like that. Like, right. what about all the Android phones and the uh, mini USB cable, not the micro? Right, right. And it, you know, and one thing, and one thing too is like, you know, and he even said it when he was doing the keynote is that at this point, you know, everything is fighting for real estate inside the phone. Like, what's you know, what's the purpose? You know, is it worth having there? Because um, I'll be honest, like I used to, I would much rather have stereo speakers at the bottom of my phone versus having a headphone jack because I very rarely use the headphone jack. Yeah. And I'm really intrigued to see how the stereo sound uh, works on the new phone because I guess it outputs volume from the two bottom speakers and then it outputs sound out of where you would put your ear up to take a call, I guess, is how it works. I'm not real sure. Right, and it also works with uh, like rotating uh, the phone, so it'll adjust whether the speaker's on the left or the right side. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That's neat. Well, that's cool. So, 
Uh, but yeah, I could care less about it. Like I said, I would be more upset if they did that and they didn't have an adapter or the headphones that plug in Lightning already in the box. Yeah, so. the thing well, I was going to say, um, that the only thing that bothers me about this is they're like, oh, old technology or whatever. Plugging in these cables is old. That's fine. All right, let's go. Let's progress. I, I'm okay with that because obviously everything has to get to that point. Uh, you're not putting film into your phone to take a picture, right? I mean, we progressed right. off that shit. <laughs> but... Courage. Why does the phone not have a wireless built-in charging option? That would be, oh, you know what? And we also wanted to progress here instead of plugging a damn cable in to charge it. Uh, you know? Maybe that was that's the, the technology 7S. that exists. What? Maybe the 7S will have that. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, they got to hold on to something, but you can't have yeah. three years of Android doing it or three three years plus, I guess, of them doing it. Right. And, and some of the people... Uh, that I've talked to that are kind of against the headphone jack being removed is what real advantage does it offer? Like we talk about progressing forward. Like when we went from floppy drive to CD drive, when we went from PS2 hookups to USB, like we were progressing technology forward, but by removing the headphone jack, what are they really progressing forward? I think that's a lot of people's concern. Well, because they had to put that taptic feedback for the home button in. Yeah. So they wanted to progress the home button. That was the only spot to do it at yeah. this point based on the size of technology or whatever. Yeah. Now, the thing for me is, like, I don't – I would absolutely give up the head jet, headphone jack if that's where I got my two hours of battery life. Right. If that's where they put it, absolutely. Let's do it all day. You know what I mean? Right. Take away the power button on the right. I don't use that either. <laughs> like, right. do something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty – I'm really excited for it. I actually did order mine. It's going to be here on October 5th. I think is the day that's supposed to be here. So hopefully it shows up on time. All right. Well, enough about uh, iPhone talk. Let's talk about iOS 10 and the new watch OS three uh, real quick. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but uh, I am without my personal iPhone. So I'm just rocking my work iPhone right now. That's a five S and I have iOS 10 on it. I can't really take full advantage of it because I can't send some of the animated things. Cause it's, you know, it's an older phone. Um, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask Justin your impressions and then I'll, and then I'll ask Maxwell. Um, so yeah, I'm on iOS 10. I've been on the beta for a while and I upgraded to the full version, uh, I guess it was yesterday. And now were you able to roll right into the beta to the actual release or did you have to wipe your phone? I had to restore it. Okay. I wasn't sure how that works. Yeah. Um, I will say this, it's still just very kind of, uh. Still kind of clunky, you know. Really? It's not as smooth as the other iOS in the uh, versions of the past. Um, but I know that they'll fix those problems. But yeah, it's just kind of clunky. Dude, I and completely goofy. disagree. Really? Okay. Yeah, the iOS nine was a was a mess. I don't remember. <laughs> like everything was. I, I have like so many screenshots it. from where like you'd turn the phone and the keyboard would like glitch oh, into itself, yeah, yeah. and I do remember like that. the text would be going up and down, but your keyboard would be sideways. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just kind of feels like it lags in some places, and it's just kind of I don't know. But I mean, I know it'll get better with, with time. Maybe it's your phone, bro. Maybe you need a new one. I have the 6s plus. Oh well, then probably not then. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for watch iOS, uh, I really I like it a lot. You think it's uh, you think it's sped up the watch? I don't know if it's done that, but I like some of the new features. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, Maxwell. Um. Yeah, I, I still have technically, I guess, the beta um, profile. 
on yeah. the phone. So I don't. I mean, it's ten point zero point one. I I honestly thought that I was uh, already on the public one. I thought it just transitioned me no, out. No, unfortunately, you can. Not. So what happens if I go in and delete the profile? Because it gives me that option. Uh, that I do not know. I don't know if maybe you can do that and then just try to go back up to update to see if it enrolls you in the regular update or not. I the only way I've ever done it's by restoring my phone, but you can look that up and see. I'm not sure. Well, even at that rate, if they're still pushing that update faster than the public one, they'll take it. Um, But my experience has been fine. I've noticed that with the animations and the texting, it is not consistent. Um, I've had other people with that iOS 10 beta, um, and then just yesterday after the update. But we're like, we'll send the, uh, like a slam or like confetti or something like that, and the other person never sees it. Now I'm standing right next to him, and it's just, it takes away. Like, if you're expecting, like, I'll type out the more you know and then send the star flying across, you know what I mean? <laughs> but if they don't get that, then it's just the more yeah. you know, and they're like, what? Yeah. So what about watch OS? That's what I'm um, really not a fan of that. Why not? Is it just because it's different or what? No, I mean, I'm okay with different. Uh, the, my problem is they took away, like, the way the dock works. Oh, yeah. You mean, so the, f- you swiping, mean the friends? No, I don't care about that. Like, swiping up from the bottom to get all the different features, like you want to play music or you want to do whatever, you don't get that quick access now. You have to tap the whatever button on the bottom of the phone. It's called the side button. The side button. That's creative. <laughs> Um, but you have to tap that and then go into one of those features, and, and I really hate that because um, I also because I always have it saved on that one that I wanted. Does that make sense? Oh, like yeah. where I just your, flip your up glances. Of music, I would just flip up the, my glance of music, play, pause, skip, whatever. Uh, now I actually have to hit the side button, find the one, which by default it should be on the last one I was on. Um, but it's just an extra step, and that's what I don't like. That's why I hate Android. It's always an extra step. You can um, rearrange those in your uh, Apple Watch app on your phone. Yeah, what? you still have to hit the side button, but if you yeah. want to move it to the first app in your dock, you can. Right. I just want to be able to flick up and be there. Okay. Are you a fan um, of flicking up? Oh, you know, I, I'm a pro. Uh, now, as far as getting to whatever you would call this, um, where airplane mode and everything is? What's that? Control center. Yeah. Control center. Uh, the fact that it doesn't fit into its own screen really pisses me off. <laughs> you have to slide up. Like, how poorly designed is that? It, the last operating system, everything was designed essentially uh, to fit within its own screen. They knew the borders and they matched it. Now you flip up and it's like, well... It almost fits. And it's stuff like that that really annoys me because I always expect Apple to be like kind of leading on the design aspect of things, not only on the outside but uh, in the OS as well. Yeah. Uh, One thing you could do, now I don't know what type of watch face you use on your watch, but they now have a complication for music, so you can add a, mu- a music uh, complication on your watch face. So all you have to do is tap on the music icon to go right into your music. Just FYI, in case that's something that would interest you. Hmm. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of reactions on iOS 10 because I'm using it on my 5S, so I, really don't, I haven't really got to use a lot of the features. Um, 
But Watch OS 3, I have got to use. Um, I actually really like it. Uh, I went into the um, I went into the Watch app and kind of organized my dock and things like that. Um, the only thing I'm not real sure of is are they constantly running or is there a way to close out of an app? I don't think they're constantly running. No, I think they just kind of open and close when you get done with them. Yeah. Um, but I do like I do like that. I like I like the dock concept. It definitely feels like it's quicker to get into the apps because it always seemed like when you're at your home screen on your watch and you would tap on an icon, it had to load that information from your phone. Yep. Um, you know, so that's kind of cool. Um, one thing I also like about the Watch OS 3 is in the Watch app on your uh, phone, it now has a face gallery where you can add different watch faces. However, I don't think they've op- opened that up yet for third-party developers. It's still just Apple-only you know, watch faces, but it does give you the ability to remove them and add them, which that's is kind of which is kind of cool. They added a few new ones uh, in case you haven't seen those. That's um, why we need a jailbreak. Oh, no, don't say that. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, that's my re- uh, my reactions or impressions so far. I'll have more on iOS 10 when I actually get my new phone. I'll probably enjoy it more so I can use all the features. Um, all right, well, last uh, – I think it's the last story before we get in that Netflix, Netflix story. Um, so as – Everyone knows um, Samsung Note 7s have been having some issues um, with batteries. Yeah, they're a flight risk, I hear. Yeah, they're not letting you board a plane. Uh, will they let you turn it off, or they won't let you board a plane I with it at all? Know, man. I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody knows um, Samsung uh, Note 7s have been ish- had issues with the batteries where they've basically been exploding. Um, but there was a story that just came out that uh, they've now confirmed that there's over 70 cases in the U.S. alone where Samsung Galaxy Note 7 phones have caught on fire. And that's 70 just within the U.S. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. Um, Last story I heard, it was a little, like an 8-year-old boy was watching videos on it, and it caught fire. Yep, gave him uh, gave him burns on his body. That's awful. Which, you know what? Dude, that is on the parents because fuck them. For letting a kid play with a phone that is known problems. I mean, they've been, it's all over the news. There's yeah. no way that they did not know whether it was their carrier sending them a text message, an email, the internet memes. I mean, like, you know that the Note 7 has to be returned. It's blowing up. And then, you know what, let me give it to my 8-year-old. Yeah. One of the things I think is crazy is, like, companies like AT&T and Verizon, like, they're more than willing to like let you switch your phone out for something else, and to, and even I think if then once the Note Sevens are re-released, if you don't want the phone that you exchanged it out for, you can bring it back and get another Note Seven. So I don't understand how this is an issue where people are still carrying Note Sevens around. Like I don't understand. Um, there's been cases where it's uh, caught on fire and burned people's houses down. Uh, there's been stories that have caused people's vehicles to catch fire. Um, so yeah, it's it's all over the place and it's crazy. So I'm telling you, if they would have took the headphone jack out, this wouldn't have been a problem. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which uh, which parts does Samsung make that the iPhone's gonna have in it? Not the battery. <laughs> um, I assure you. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, which is funny because when they were doing – I almost wonder if this is karma because when they were doing the keynote, they were like, yeah, and our phone has a headphone jack. Like they were just trying to take stabs at Apple, and then this happens. It's just, Karma, baby. Yeah. 
All right, so the last story uh, is something that's a little personal to me because uh, it's something I struggle with every month. Every day. And every day. Uh, is a data cap for You're my... You're the bowel syndrome. Oh. No. Yeah, I don't have that. I got rid of it. I threw it away. Anyways, um, yeah, so I suffer from a data cap for my home internet. I'm, I'm capped at 400 gigs a month, and I meet or exceed that every single month. So... Uh, so there's a recent story. Um, Netflix actually calls on the FCC to fix unreasonable data caps. Uh, now, we all know that this is in best interest of Netflix because how Netflix makes their money is when people subscribe stream. and stream. Uh, people like me don't get to partake in binge-watching as much as I want because I have to be conscious of my data cap. Um, so you know, Netflix has contacted the FCC, um, You know, basically telling them that you know, it's not right to have data caps, um, you know, and usage-based pricing. Uh, you know, it discourages customers, um, you know, to consume, you know, things that require broadband like Netflix, like Hulu, uh, like streaming TV shows, things like that. Um, you know, they, they actually wrote, it says, for this reason, the commission should hold the data caps on uh, fixed-line networks and low uh, data cap low data caps on mobile networks may unreasonably limit internet television viewing and are inconsistent with section 706. Boom. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, so basically it says Netflix, uh, has also argued that a 300 gigabyte monthly cap on home internet is barely enough for the average user, uh, in the U S which is totally true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, between leaving my PlayStation on standby mode where it automatically does its own updates, like it, it's gotten to the point where I leave my consoles completely off because there's been days that I get an alert saying you're 50 gigs to your cap. And it was because like a bunch of games like dropped updates, you know, in a night, you know, so it's kind of crazy. So those updates are huge. Well, yeah, I know that yeah. like the Destiny update just came out. It's like 12 gigs, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so much space for a Yeah, I mean, turd. this is starting to be. I'm sorry, Justin. I can. I totally interrupted you. No, you're, I was just calling Destiny a turd. Oh. Um, I was just saying, like, the <laughs> people's cell phone carriers are telling them to go home and connect to their Wi-Fi. You know, that's a yeah. solution to keep the data down. Well, now they're going to go home and do that and use up their limited well, there. And then they're going to go, well, don't connect your cell phones Yeah. <laughs> to our home Wi-Fi. Yeah, here's what aggravates me about it. So, like, you have companies like AT&T where... You pay for data, and if you don't use that data, that data will roll over for the next month, right? I mean, that's still a thing, right, Maxwell? Right. Yeah, but you're telling me that if I'm at home and I pay for – I pay to have the ability to get 400 gigabytes, and if I don't use that all, I don't get a prorated bill saying, oh, you only use 350 gigs. Your bill is going to be cheaper this month, and I also don't get the option, oh, you were under 50 gigs. We'll just roll that 50 gigs over to next month. You don't get that option with home internet. No. I, I know with um, some providers, such as AT&T, with their home internet, um, you'll get your data caps of like 800 gigs or something, 600, whatever it is. And if you want unlimited, it's $30 more. Which, that's better than overages. And people will fucking pay it. But it's like, you shouldn't have to pay it. Yeah. Right. You know, well, it should just be the price. But um, for the people with... Um, Google's Google new Fiber? trial Google, phone yeah. thing. Oh, Google Their Fi. cell phone thing. Oh. Yeah, Fi, I guess. Yeah, because the way theirs is set up is you pay for your data, and then whatever you don't use, they do refund you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I just, like, 
I don't even I, I feel like if you're gonna have a cap, you should at least give the option to pay more to have unlimited. But I don't even have that option. My option is to pay the way they do it is if you have my provider anyways. Call out your provider. Who is it? It's Armstrong, okay? But you have Suck it Armstrong. Yeah, it they give you more data uh they give you more data if you have more of their services. So if you have a phone service, a TV service, an internet service, you get more data up front. If you don't have the other two services, they give you a lower monthly data cap and you have to pay additionally to add more. It's fifteen dollars for every hundred gigs you want to add. How much is like their landline phone service? Uh it's like uh I think it's like five or ten bucks a month. So why wouldn't you just add that and then get more? Because you only get an extra hundred. But you said it's fifteen for an extra. I don't want a home line. That's dumb. Just don't plug it in. Just to have it. Yeah, it's. But I just. I mean, that's the thing. You definitely should not have to buy another service. That's true. Get, yeah. Like that's just. Yeah. Screwed up. But at the same time, I mean, AT and T just uh, announced a couple of days ago that they are going to offer, if you have Directv and wireless, anything you stream from your Directv setup on your device will not use your data, yep. which is great. That's super cool. Now, those customers are also eligible for unlimited data, though. I take advantage of that. So that's another thing. Uh, people are basically kind of like the Armstrong setup. The more services they have, the more they get. Sweet. It's all about that bundle deal, bro. Yeah. That bundling. And so. The way Internet is anyway, is, especially like in our area, Travis, is like I only have one real option. Yeah. And it's it's almost monopolized, but it is. It's just just barely enough to where it's not. Yeah, but it basically is. I have two options, but the other option is DSL, and I refuse. Yeah. I tried, uh, but it just aggravates me because I can literally drive five minutes across the bridge into Huntington, and I have an option to get Comcast, which I know Maxwell hates Comcast, but they at least give me unlimited. They don't cap my internet. Yeah, what's the speed like? Uh, I mean, you can get fifty to one hundred megs. Yeah, we but, we just got fifty with Time Warner, and we we're not capped. And that's what I hate is like, they don't let you like they don't let two cable providers provide service in the same in the same area. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, like the whole kind yeah, of monopolizing. That's the thing. It, yeah. It's like cell phone providers like AT and T, Verizon, and Sprint. Like they try to entice customers by offering faster speeds or better pricing or things like that, they and the customer and the customer gets to choose who they go with. Why they don't do that with cable, I do not know. So, it's nonsense. I don't know. It's it's hogwash. Yeah, poppycock. All, right. All right. Well, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Yeah. So no, stay up there. Yeah. No, I'm I'm done. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna go upstairs and be angry. I can't browse the internet. <laughs> All right. What's well, that time of the show where it's time for pick of the week? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> We're getting good. Yeah, we are. We're getting better at this. All right, Justin, go ahead and start us off. All right. Listeners of Nerds with Mics, my pick uh, this week is the Elgato HD60S. It is the game capture device that Travis and I have been using for the last week to stream to Twitch. Uh, it <laughs> offers super low latency. Uh, comes with some neat software that we don't use. Instant use, streaming, right? Yeah, instant streaming. We, we, we Sorry, I can't talk. We've been using XSplit instead of the software that came with it. <laughs> but uh, it's really nice. Uh does everything we need to do? You can that you know, that's evidence uh, or evidence of that is on our Twitch stream. You can log on there. Just and- disregard the uh, so disregard the first stream because that's when we were ju- using Justin's laptop that overheated. We weren't even using the Elgato for this. Were we not? No, this is for uh, oh, just this is for game streaming. That just shows you his system's weak. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. It's really awesome, though. It, it is, really is. It is really great. Um, I recommend it. It's a little pricey. It's 170 unless you know people. Yeah, unless you know people. And Travis can... knows some... Uh, well, he just knows some dealers. Yeah, I know some dealers on the back streets. Yeah. So, All right, well, that's a good pick. Uh, my pick, though, uh, I know this is going to seem really strange, um, but I just got my Xbox One S a couple weeks ago, and I've still been trying to go back and play games. Um, and even though this game, has this game been out a year? Yeah, it came out last October, I believe. Yeah, so, so just com- about a year. So coming up on a year, uh, I just played Halo 5 for the first time last week. I've been going through the campaign. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't. The only thing is, though, I didn't play Halo Four, so I'm kind of lost in the story. Uh, so I need to go back and actually either play Halo Four or just watch like Halo Four in five minutes yeah. type thing. Um, but it's really fun. Uh, and Halo, have you always, when you played Halo, have you always looked through your visor? I think so. Like with like it actually looking and it actually yeah. cutting through your like like. Cause I, cause I just know it's very apparent in Halo Five. I didn't really ever notice it about the other games that it actually cut off parts of your screen, so it looks like you're looking through your visor. I never really noticed that. Oh, I don't think the other ones like had like the metal or whatever you would say, yeah. like showing up. But I think it was just like etched glass display. Or Maybe that's kind of what it's like. But yeah, I just I just noticed it. So, uh, but no, the game's pretty fun. I haven't played any of the multiplayer yet, which I hear the multiplayer is supposedly really good. So good. Um, and they have the map maker too, right, Justin? Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, I think it's called Forge or something yeah, like that. So, uh, but yeah, that's my pick. Um, and <laughs> Maxwell. Uh, do you... uh, yeah, so my pick is actually a totally different realm. It's not really a nerdy thing, but um, a lot of us do have facial hair, right? Yes. Listen, you got a beard. I got a beard. Justin's. Oh, I'm I'm excited where this pick is already going because I I do have a beard and I love keeping a good beard. Yeah, Justin unable to grow. Uh, facial hair. I shaved yesterday. Uh, Art Naturals. It's a uh, beard and mustache oil. Um, It's all natural. It's got argon oil and jojoba butter. I love jojoba. What's jojoba butter? Jojoba oil. Sounds gross. Um, But it's uh, and vitamin E. But it's it's just like a moisturizing oil that you would just do like a dime size in your hand, and you just lather it into your beard. It's just going to help hydrate, keep uh, from getting dry, uh, helps prevent itching. It's going to soften up the beard. Does it give and, it a shine? Uh, no, it just looks healthy. Good, because I don't like uh, shiny, shiny beard stuff. Yeah, it's not going to be like glitter beards. Okay. And what's uh, it, and what's it called again? Art Naturals. Art Naturals. like Art A R T Naturals. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you can find it on Amazon. It's got like one of the best ratings of like any product. It's it's almost perfect five stars out of five thousand reviews. Is it uh, decently priced? Thirteen bucks, yeah. Oh, it looks like a good size bottle too, bro. Two ounces, which is pretty good. I mean, thirteen dollars for two ounces. Uh, I think back in Huntington, you guys only had like a, a one ouncer. Wow, is it the one with the or, or a half ounce? Twelve thousand reviews. Uh, there's probably a couple different models or versions or whatever. The one I was looking at had five thousand. But oh, yeah, I mean, either way, it. all their products are really good, um, according to the reviews. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have beard oils. They don't realize that it's something that can really help out. But if you get beard dander or gets itchy or something, uh, just get some of this oil when you wash your face. Just put it in. Uh, honestly, it helps a lot. Just do it each day. 
You'll notice uh, some changes, honestly, probably day one just from the hydration. But after a week, you'll have a much better looking beard. Now, is uh, does it smell good? I assume it does. Uh, yeah, that one's just kind of got like a like a natural scent. It doesn't. It's not. It's honestly that one's probably just like unscented. Okay. I mean, it's got like it's. A, you can smell something, but it's. it's oh, it definitely says unscented. unscented. It definitely yeah, but says it's it. got. It definitely leaves like a. Uh, like a smell, I guess, in your hands, okay. but it's it's just not floral or anything like that. So I have to check it out. Looks like it's got really good reviews. I do love. I actually need beard oil because right now I was using body oil for my beard. So now I actually need to get something for my well, beard. Get on that shit, son. And the nice thing is, I mean, it's got argan oil in it. You can, if you have extra like in your hands, just go ahead and like rub it across like your forehead, your nose, cheeks, um, and just get some extra hydration in there. Um, it'll help with split ends and stuff like that, cuticles or whatever. Uh, Argon's good for like almost everything. Maxwell uh, knows everything about skincare, in case you it, didn't know. I, I noticed it's too much. Uh, and if we're getting obviously closer to winter, and when it gets drier out, you really got to have this stuff for your skin. So, deal. I'm gonna add it to my cart. Don't be a little bitch. Yep. But <laughs> don't be a bitch. Be a man with a beard. That's right. All right. Cool. Well, that pretty much does it for our show. It uh, sure does. I'm. Uh, I think it was a good episode. What do you guys think? I think it was okay. Oh, could have had more courage to say goodbye. To say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it when he does that. It's my favorite. Usually it's me that does it, but now he did it. So, all right. Well, we want to uh, thank you guys for uh, stopping in and listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, one of the things I also want to mention before we kind of close out here is um, be looking for us to be doing more live streaming on Twitch. That's yes. one thing that we're trying to do. Um, Maybe one of these days if Maxwell ever gets his uh, PlayStation 4 up and running and starts playing games, if he has time, maybe he can stream with us. Um, Maxwell, I want to let you know that uh, Resident Evil 5 was actually brought to PS4. and uh, Hot just, damn. Yeah. I think it's on sale. It's uh, on a co-op sale right now for $13, so I'm probably going to buy it because I love that game. Look, dude, you know what I want to stream? Like, uh, If I can start doing some uh, Twitch streaming. What's that? Um, and we need to look into the gaming.youtube.com, by the way, because they do the streaming as yeah. well. Okay. Um, but uh, retro games. Yeah. Oh, great. Are we allowed? To, great. No, I guess we could, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I watch. Um, you guys know the Angry Video Game Nerd. Yes. Mike Matei or Matai. Uh huh. He's uh, like the other guy that helps him out with everything. Um, he's been doing it on the YouTube part a lot, like streaming old games. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. For sure. All right. Yep. Well, fantastic. We need to get a list of games that we'd want to do that with because I think that would be really fun. Yes, sir. If only we could play two-player retro games over the internet. Dude, I know. Why do, Why haven't they introduced um, some way for these like I wonder if that arcade new, classic stuff to work that way? Especially that new one that's coming out by Nintendo that actually looks like an NES. Like, you can't tell me that thing can't hook the Wi-Fi and then just get two people to play together. Come on. It's got to be yeah. a thing. It'd be beautiful. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. So make sure that you come back often and feel free to add our podcast, your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you for that, Maxwell. Okay. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube. Uh, all links can be found in the show notes. Uh, we also want to take time to thank our uh, Gamefly sponsor again. Really appreciate it. Um, once again, if you haven't uh, had a chance to sign up for that, it's GameflyOffers.com slash Nerds with Mics, correct? Gameflyoffer. 
offer, leave off the S. Yep. Um, and also make sure you check out our digital store. That is also a way to support us. Uh, we've got t-shirts and hoodies and all sorts of good stuff on there. So uh, feel free to take a look at that. So, uh, guys, we really appreciate it, and uh, have a good one. Courage. <laughs> Hashtag courage. Let's get this thing started. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop.